from Los Angeles. This is the Rats Ass Podcast with Mark and Dave. All strapped in for a Monday. Alexa, what day is it? Today is Monday, October 16th. She was very smooth on that. I'm Mark. And I'm Dave. It's as, as if Alexa is all the way across the room. She's been drinking. Oh, <laughs> well, that explains it. <laughs> it is Monday. You know, she had kind of a wild weekend, I bet. Well, no doubt. That's a little, that's a little weird. Well, I had a little equipment adjustment over the weekend, so maybe that's uh, on my end. Mm, it could be. You sound eh, a tad bit different today. I do? Yeah, I'm or trying, she does. Well, I'm trying to pot you up a little bit more. Um, do I need to speak up? No, I, I think you sound fine. Wow. Dave and I have an we have an inside joke that's been running for about thirty years about the word fine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have that. How would that sound, Mark? I go, Dave, it was fine. What do you mean fine? Your mic, your mic doesn't sound as crisp. It's not as crisp. No. Well, did you do something different? Yeah, I got a whole new, uh, whole new setup Wait, here. Can you try something? We're, we're testing here, folks. It's Monday. It's okay. We're testing. We're testing live. Now you sound more muffled. I sound. I leave my muff out of this. How's that sound? Much better. Any better? Is that better? Much better. All right. Well, let's go with this then. Oh, there you hey. go. There you are. There we go. There we are. Yeah. Okay. Let's, anyway. Uh, let's, you want to try Alexa again? Sure. Let's see if she's still drinking. Alexa, what day is it? Today is Monday, October 16th. Oh, so much better. I'm sorry we had to do this test, you know, on a Monday, but, you know, it's Monday. Who cares? Who gives a rat's uh, you know, ass? When you, when you get new equipment, you got to you gotta work it out, man. You got to work it out. Yeah, well, here we, we are. no budget, here we are. Monday. Hey, how was your weekend, buddy? Uh, you know, it, it, it was nice. A strange weekend because so many things happened over the weekend. It was there, very strange. There's, uh, there's somebody that you and I have both interviewed. Sadly, I, I never got along with her, but she always, you know, was willing to do an interview with me. And in, in, in total, I, I interviewed her for four times, and that's actress Suzanne Summers. Yeah, it was sad to hear that news. I interviewed her one time when she was uh, promoting the Thigh Master, and uh, you know, I didn't really have a lot of interaction with her. I worked with her producer and just brought her on and did the interview, and she was pleasant enough. You know, the first time I did interview uh, with her, her husband, who was her manager at the time, Alan Hamill, and he used to do these commercials for a local uh, supermarket here called Alpha Beta. And he would say, tell a friend um, at the end of those commercials. Anyway, Alan Hamill uh, took over as her manager. He was, he's the one who kind of screwed up her career. Every time... I was supposed to talk to Suzanne. I would get this directive from Alan. Do not talk about Three's company. I got the same one. Same directive. 
And I saw. I just wanted to talk about her thighs, so I didn't care. Yeah, at the time, the first time they were pushing her thigh master, um, and and they were pushing a different show, um, and it wasn't step by step with Patrick Duffy, but it was another show. But anyway, they did not want to mention Three's Company, and I thought, it's kind of like, well, you know what. That's who she's best known for is Chrissy Snow, a.k.a. Christmas Snow, <laughs> which I always thought that was very clever uh, from the writers. But, but that was the most ridiculous thing. So the first time I interview Suzanne Summers, I bring up Three's Company. They're upset. However, she answers kindly. The second time again. You know, they tell me not to bring up Three's Company, and yet I do. And by the third and the fourth time, I think she expected it. Yeah, even That's what they did then. They they always, it seemed like those, that era uh, of TV, when they walked away from the program and they were trying to do other things, they always tried to shun what made them successful. It was something the Brady Bunch kids did, Maureen McCormick, I had the same situation with her when she was trying to move to be a country singer. And they said, do not talk to her about her years with the Brady Bunch. And I said to them, why do I want to interview her then? And I turned it down. See, the thing is with me is I never turned them down. I said, okay, well, I won't say anything, but I did. That's actually the best way to go. and, 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 And what's really funny is they came back. I never expected Suzanne Summers to talk to me ever again after the first interview because they made it yeah. very clear they didn't want to talk about Three's Company. They, and, when they want to sell and, something, they always come back regardless. It, at that point, it was the thigh master. They always so, come back. Can you believe they so, sold over 10 million units of the thigh master? You know, she was very successful. However, yeah. she wanted to be Farrah Fawcett. Right. And, and her husband uh, was not really a manager. Uh, he was just an actor. Was, he took over from her agent. Her agent was a well-known agent, and he decided to orchestrate her career. Well, he wanted to keep all the money in the family is what that was about. And it became disastrous the- because he tried to say that Suzanne Summers was the star of Three's Company. It wasn't John Ritter. It was it was Suzanne Summers. Are you kidding? Um, and yet the show went on to great success without Suzanne Summers. This will probably surprise Dave, but I never saw an episode of Three's Company. Really? I was busy. I was doing other things. I didn't watch a lot of TV back then. But uh, I knew her more from, you know, the posters and from the, you know, late night talk show circuit. Uh, she was in the movie uh, American Graffiti. Uh, beautiful lady. Um, you know, it wasn't anything against the show. It's just I had things happening, man. I didn't have time to watch TV at that time. The one thing I will say is she was a tough broad. And, and Suzanne Summers passed away peacefully at home in, in, in the early morning of October 13th, 15th. Yeah. Surrounded by her husband, Alan, and her son, Bruce and all her immediate family. Yeah. So Today would have been her 77th birthday. They were there to celebrate yeah. her 77th birthday. They had no idea she was going to suddenly pass away. 
Well, do you buy the story that her and her husband in 46 years never spent a night apart? <sighs> this is what they're famous for, their relationship, that they were so tight that they refused to spend time apart from each other and spent 46 years at each other's side night by night. They never slept without each other. You know what? If that's what they say, if that's the story, so be it. Well, we'll leave it on the light side that her nickname for him was Hamel the Camel. You can read into that whatever you want. That's what she called him. I, I always thought she called him. You didn't doze off, did you? No, no. I always thought she called him Hamill the asshole. <laughs> I didn't say no, that. No, I didn't hear that one. So the only one left from Three's Company is now uh, Joyce DeWitt, who played. Yes, Joyce DeWitt. But the, who, who the hell did she play? Alexa, who did Joyce DeWitt play on Three's Company? Joyce DeWitt plays Janet Wood in Three's Company. Janet. That's right, Janet, Janet Wood. Joyce DeWitt was born just down the river from Steubenville, Ohio. Do you want to bring up some of our listeners uh, that that listen in Steubenville? Because we do have an audience in Steubenville. Yeah, I believe it like or not, we're, thank we're, the listeners in Steubenville. We are over seven listening. listeners now officially, Dave. We are over seven listeners. Yeah, you know, on TikTok, we got a note from Jennifer, who is from Columbus, Ohio, but she's familiar with Steubenville. She wanted to thank us for putting Steubenville back on the map. I'm not sure we put them back on the map, but uh, we maybe gave them a blip. Uh, it was interesting to get a note from uh, Jason on Facebook, who seems to like to uh, joust with you and me on social media. He said that, uh, just to let you guys know, don't give a rat's ass about Taylor or Travis or Israel. Doesn't he give does a rat's not, ass? Does not give a rat's ass. Uh, I see. <laughs> does not. <laughs> Everybody Jason, else seems to give a rat's ass. No, 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 Jason. I get it. I get Put it. Put the mask back on, it. buddy. <laughs> Put the mask back on and go to your business. Uh, oh, no, I get it. Get? I get what it. You know do? what? Who cares? Because they, they talk about this on every single, whether it's a podcast yeah. or a channel or, or any, any, any place. And the they're idea talking is this about, is hot they're talking about TNT. And we put our spin on it. That's what we do here on the Rats Ass Podcast. Taylor and Travis, about, or they're talking about Israel. Yeah, so I, I understand where you it's It's overwhelming. You know, I don't want to hear about it. Yay. Well, here's a serious question from Marco from Las Vegas, the area that has uh, our second most listening listened audience. L.A., Las Vegas, and Newark, New Jersey is where our biggest audience are right now. But he wants to know, it's a serious question here, Dave, what is our definition of success? Have you ever thought about it? What's your definition of success? Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's a good answer. Third <laughs> answer. Her movie came out this weekend. It did over $100 million, and it's projected to do over $4.1 billion. That's how many fans Taylor Swift has. That's why we kind of bring her up and talk about it. And her relationship with uh, Travis Kelsey, because it's, it's everywhere. You can't get away from the stank of that relationship there on Saturday Night Live. He did attend the uh, Jets game with Philadelphia without her. Now, I, but, uh, I, I, I just want to acknowledge that our biggest listener, sure. Jason, does not want to hear about this shit. And I agree with you, Jason. <laughs> I'm with you 110%. The Swifties 
have invaded planet Earth. Well, here's the question, Dave. Did you go see Eris over the weekend? No, I'm not going to go see Eras, and I did not see SNL. I would not. I refuse uh-huh. to watch Saturday Night Live. Uh-huh. I, you know, because I, I I know this is all bullshit. Harry says Dave did not go see the Eras tour this weekend. So you were telling the truth. I, I was absolutely I right. I think what people got confused is that they may have heard me listening to the uh, Taylor Swift song. Everyone you burn just to get there, it's coming back around. And I keep my side. I can't wait till we're done so I can just go play the whole album. She's all over the place, same as Travis Kelsey. You can't get away from them. But I can honestly see why there are a lot of people who don't give a rat's ass. There are people who just hear about something one or two times and they're over it. They're done. I think Jason's that kind of person. He just died. Okay, I'm aware of it. You told me. Thanks. Now I'm moving on. A concert movie that pulls in a hundred million plus. That's just everybody's going to go see this. I thought for sure that you would go see it. Well, that's why. That's why. That's why everybody is talking about it. But I simply don't care about Taylor Swift. And and, you know, I know a lot of people do. But but but, and we have to talk about it because everybody's talking about it. Well, again, she's uh, she's the real deal, man. I mean, from the standpoint, she's the only deal. I mean, like I've told you before, name another pop artist that's wholesome, that mothers and daughters can rally around. They're not going to do it with Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, Doja Cat. They're just not going to do it. No. But- They're just not going to do it. Taylor's it, man. She's the game. If you had somebody else, uh, you know, Selena Gomez kind of slides in there a little bit. But um, yeah, but the last time, time you mentioned this, you mentioned Madonna. And Madonna is, is doing her celebration tour. Which she kicked yeah. off in London. Yeah. It's they had, a disaster. They, well, they had problems. She needs oh, she's a, 65, almost 66 years old now. She needs a wheelchair. So she kicked off the celebration tour in London, but it didn't go off without a hitch because the 20,000-seat arena was packed with fans. But after they started a few songs, they began, you know, having technical problems beyond their control. So she stopped the music. Now, oddly enough, there was no live band. Now, there's no live band that's playing. <laughs> so you so know, was she lip syncing the show? I'm not sure, but you know that this, you know, the band or the music is recorded. But no one seemed to care because they were there just to see her maybe break a hip. <laughs> that's right. Before she goes out on stage, it's not break a leg. It's like, break a hip. <laughs> Yeah, she's, um, you know, it's interesting, these artists, I mean, Madonna's worth over $800 million, still feels the need to go out and entertain and perform. You know, I'm I'm amazed by this. Uh, The Rolling Stones at 80 just released a new album. You've got ACDC just doing a, now doing a uh, festival tour, and those guys are in their late 60s, early 70s. It's, it, it is so amazing to me that they still feel the need to go out and entertain I don't get it. I would love to interview them to find out what drives you at this insane age to go out and do something. I ha- I have a hard time 
getting up and wanting to just make myself a tea. Me too. So why do they want to go on tour? <laughs> I don't get you know, it. I, in, in, here's something I want to ask you, and I, I'm, I'm just going to just, this is something we haven't discussed, but, but they have a new sitcom, or it's a reboot or a revival or a continuation, I'm not sure what you want to call it, but of Frasier. Oh, loved it. Loved it. Loved Frasier when it was on TV, and I watched it on Paramount Plus, and I thought it was funny. It was well done. The timing was excellent. All new actors and everything. Frasier's the only one that's the only original at this point. I think there'll be some that will drop in and out, but I thought the show was pretty good. Did you see it? I have, and I, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, but I thought... Are younger people going to like this? Is this going to be something that's going to appeal to a younger demographic? Are, are younger people going to actually like the show? And and a lot of them don't have never even seen the show Frasier, let alone Cheers. So you don't know who Another the show I never saw. You, you never know who the character of Frasier really is, you know, and you see him in this role, but it is a continuation role. It's yeah. not it's not a new show. It's it's not the beginning of something new, however they, they try to tout it as that. Yeah, it's a continuation. He's he's left from Seattle, he's going to Boston, he's now teaching at Harvard. At Harvard. That's where you would expect Frazier to work, is Harvard. But he's uh I liked it because it brought back memories of the timing and the com- uh, the comedy of Frazier. It was kind of a comfort show for me as opposed to being new or whatever it was kind of interesting to see where it would pick up how they would spend him leaving his radio job and that's the other tie-in it's it's got a radio tie-in to it so remember well, when been, when frazier was actually musty tv on nbc oh, absolutely absolutely it was i i don't see this continuing in that fashion well, it's hard when you break up an ensemble cast like they had on Frasier. You know, they did a tribute to his dad, as you, as you know, Marty Crane, uh, on this show. They touched upon, you know, his funeral and him passing away. Um, but, you know, him leaving his radio job, we can relate to this. Leaving a city and starting over again in a new town kind of made sense to me. Uh, they tied it in with his son. Um, part of it, but but I think you're right. I think but, it's but, one but season. How far, and done. But how far can it go, and how far are you going to be interested in it? I remember yeah. the first episode of when they brought back Murphy Brown. Murphy yes, Brown. I, I mean, who who even remembered Murphy Brown? Nobody even wanted to see you know a reboot of Murphy Brown. So Murphy Brown comes back. Nobody knows what this fucking show's about. You know they don't they, they they don't remember it, and of course uh, you and I both know the curiosity factor plays a role. I see an old friend, okay. Yeah, and once you, uh, it's kind of like a friend you haven't seen in a long time, and as soon as you catch up with them, it's like, wow, look at the time, gotta go. I'll talk to you again in twenty years. Why aren't we seeing new product? You know, wasn't this whole strike about you know finding new product? Weren't we out there, you know, weren't they out there fighting because, you know, they're writers and they, they're creative people. And yet all we do is rehash the past. Yeah. Rewrite, rehash. Uh, there's a lack of creativity. And, uh, you know, the strike that's been going on now for, what, five, six months now is no closer to being solved because, well, the nanny. 
there's a blast from the past. Fran Drescher pissed all the CEOs off, and they were close to ending the strike, but she pissed everybody off, and they walked away. They don't know when they're going to return to, to work this out. So you're going to get more rehashing and more reruns. Well, that's this right. This thing isn't even close to ending. That's right, because there has been a complete breakdown from the SAG-AFTRA and the studio talks. And, and, and Fran Drescher is fighting with the CEOs. Uh, they can't seem to find common ground. And, of course, we're going to see more game shows and more reality programming. The talks have broken down. We don't know when the actors are going to get back to work. I, I'd like to know what she said to piss off the executives, though. I, I know everybody's concerned about AI. Everybody's concerned about money, uh, benefits, all of those things. But um, they were so close. I mean, they were a gnat's hair from solving this thing. Yeah. And then it came uh, right down to the nitty gritty. And it, 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 they, they were so far in terms in, 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 in what both expected and wanted. And then it completely broke down. Don't know what Fran Drescher said. Don't know what she did to piss the CEOs uh, of the studios. But, but okay, that strike continues. And we've got strikes going on all over the country. We've got Kaiser Hospital on strike. We've got, oh, geez, how many people UAW? are? UAW? UAW's on strike? There's been rumors of other strikes, potentially a lot of layoffs. Microsoft this morning, by the way, just laid off 700 people and their stock was up $6 a share. How's that work? <laughs> We're firing people. And what healthcare companies are rumored to be laying off thousands of people over the next couple of months so that they can get their numbers in line. Uh, Rite Aid uh, is filing for bankruptcy. So I guess there'll be no aid to anybody. Yeah, Rite Aid uh, filed for bankruptcy, but their CEO uh, resigned. They're about to downsize with uh, Rite Aid. Wow, there's so much going on in the world right now. And and this is why I agree with Jason. I don't give a rat's ass about Taylor Swift. <laughs> and, and, and that's going to wrap it up for today's Rats Ass Podcast with Mark and Dave. You can find us. Mark will tell you all the places. But just go to Facebook and just, you know, search Rats Ass Podcast. We'll hook you up with everything. Did I say hook you up? I apologize with that. You do that all the time. You know, We will get you in touch with us and we'll get in touch with you. And We're going to be back on Thursday. Have a beautiful uh, couple of days. Take care. You guys be good to each other.